0: right club be the right club today. Yes. Well, I mean, that's better
1: than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most.
0: Expect anything different?
2: <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Laying up podcast. Sally here to my left. Uh Reared back and ready to fire some punches DJ Pie. I hate that for you man no.
0: Hate that you had to see that today no. How would I, hate that, I hate that
2: Big Randy's across the table
0: Man you're just you know
3: Just things you hate to see and there's that
0: When people let you down it's no fun
3: Right Neil is here I'm here I might catch some strays for the Pie man but I'm gonna throw a couple <laughs> haymakers his way too I'm ready to punch all you motherfuckers
0: <laughs> Why are you so upset? I don't I know. know I'm jacked
3: up man I wanted the playoff. I wanted to hit my DK bet the, the, the true, the Strat Boys
2: divided here in, in terms of wanting a playoff and not wanting a playoff. Well, There's nothing Randy hates more Randy, than Randy Randy
3: had, I, I, he had I some played, nuggies on the I on played the for a playoff, <laughs> though. Which is against your ethos.
0: I know.
2: Cebu Kim has won the American Express uh, Championship. I don't even remember what it's called anymore, but uh, he won it with the brand new Epic Speed Driver. I bet you guys didn't know that. You should know that. It was all over his bag. Apex Pro Irons, Jaws, Wedges. He led the field. In strokes gain, tee to green on the stadium course for this week was eighth in strokes gain putting with the Odyssey Toulon Madison, same putter that Kevin Na uses. You can build your own Toulon Madison in the Toulon Garage at odysseygolf.com, and you can get a bunch of details of the other club he's got in his bag and the Chrome Soft X golf ball at callawaygolf.com. No bogeys on the stadium course. How does that even happen?
3: Sheesh. Struck it.
2: Tied for best in the field in total putting as well, so... That's pretty pretty wild. That's pretty impressive pretty impressive golf that we saw there coming down the stretch.
3: He, he rolled it well with the Toulon Madison club. <laughs> Extremely impressive. Shout out shout out to Palm Springs. <laughs> uh,
1: you said you didn't know what it's called. It's just the American Express. Not A American Express. Oh. The American Express. No championship, no tournament, no invitational. I kind of like that. The. I like that a lot. American Express. I liked it better when it was there's like 5 of them now, isn't there? The Northern Trust and the That's Northern true. whatever.
2: Anyways. It's not all caps though, right? Am I right in saying that? You're, you are correct okay. in saying that. Which uh, is a good step.
1: Yes, Siwoo Kim final round eight under 64 uh, upstaged. I I would even maybe say upstage. I know he won the tournament, but. Patrick Cantley, like, holy shit! Oh my shit, god! Man. <laughs>
2: like, Truly. Jesus! The Truly Treadstone, he got the assassin. He got the tag. I, 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 had one ready for when things were going to go go bad for him, which was just uh, what's his name from the Third Born. Uh, he's like abort, full abort mission, uh, but it didn't. He shot Birdie's the last hole to shoot sixty-one, which looked like it was going to be. But good it
3: kind of played in well because he he didn't win in the end. Like the assassins, they never win. They never win. The this Treadstone guys true. never win. But but the, you don't want to see them. <laughs> Look what they Show make. Up. You don't want that phone to ring. We. Well, yeah, it's like Born's like. We have to leave now. Like that now, We si have w- to leave right now. Look what they make you give. It's unbelievable. Does <laughs> is,
1: is, is that make Siwoo Kim Jason Bourne? Because I, I don't think, know if I can get on board with that. I've
3: been thinking about this a lot. I is think, he a killer? I think the field. <laughs> he has killed, for sure. With amnesia. Yeah. No, I think he, he, has, killed. he forgot how to do it for As a while. As a whole, is Jason Bourne. Just say like, that again? The whole field is Jason Bourne. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, anybody, because, like, I guess, or you could say, like, Bourne wasn't there this week. Like, okay. I kind of think DJ's Jason Bourne. Jason yeah. Bourne might be... Just whoever's the best guy out there right now,
1: but I like your macro. Uh, it's kind of the PGL. You know, golf belongs to no one. Can'tley kind of is never take to that.
2: Can'tley's yeah. never out in front. Like he's never. You know, can't wait to see if Can'tley holds on. He always just like comes flying <laughs> by you. Like Saturday sixty four. Just it happens. That's how it happened at Augusta. It just it he just comes and he comes hard.
3: Well, uh, so a, a guy on on the refuge, our message board, live Adam said he it might not be Treadstone. He he was put the in the uh, Blackbriar, Blackbriar. Which is like the uh, that's the ultimate Treadstone got shut down, but then they, they, they started the Blackbriar. and I mean I think he was running a Blackbriar uh, playbook. I gotta I mean, rewatch un- these un- unbelievable. I know you just very top them. of mind for me. This I know is, I need to get on board.
2: It's
1: very worthwhile. St- I
3: mean, stats. So 20 birdies on the weekend. Sally, you called out on Twitter, three holes short of completing the 36-hole birdie <laughs> challenge? Are you
1: serious? We <laughs> should start with the fact that, of course, he... Well, we should get back to Cebu Kim. Let's let's not forget to go back to that. But we should start with the fact that Patch Cantley made the cut on the number.
3: Yes. Uh,
2: which we should talk about that, about how absurd it is that they change the cut, like the number of people that make the cut because they can't get everyone around a golf course in time. And you can literally... Win a tournament. I mean, he didn't. I know, but you can win a tournament from the cut line, which is
1: that probably has absolutely nothing to do with par fives now being par fours and everybody having to wait on every single par five. I'm sure that has nothing to do with the ball going too far.
2: No, as abso- that's an incredible reach on your end. And you're gonna have to apologize <laughs> well, for that later. I,
3: I I think I heard in passing on the broadcast that on 11 that Cantley's group was on the clock.
2: Yeah, which means nothing, of course. Yeah,
3: I know, <laughs> but, but but relevant here because like clearly they're not like. They're not playing quick, right? <laughs> not even the guy that's, like, by far having the best round. The lowest amount of strokes. I mean, they're just not They're not moving. Well, I, figured, moving.
2: I thought, it, so whoever, they, they said that, and whoever was following that group, like, dove on the grenade for Cantlay. is it like, it's not Cantlay's fault. He's not the one playing slow. Because I know, it's just the easiest low-hanging fruit for people to reach for. But
3: Cantlay also had, like, 21 putts today. No, so, so it was <laughs> Sunday. It couldn't have been him. He had 15 of 18 greens, 23 putts, and, of course, everyone's favorite stat. Oh, Randy. and. Fifty-two feet of putts made do you do you know how long do you know how like that's so long I'm, truly <laughs> i mean do you have any reference for that like could you give me what do you think
0: is 150 feet long that's 15 basketball hoops neil that's, there you go that's perfect that's true one and a half basketball courts that's like uh, what else would it be it's half a football
2: field it
3: would be th-
0: yeah yeah no that's, that's no. Is that right yeah it is yeah
3: it's really, I not that, it's really not
0: that much. I, I <laughs> yeah, that actually makes sense as <laughs> <kind of small. laughs> It might be an indictment of his iron play, though, too. <laughs>
2: yeah, he was always wild. It was second in strokes getting approach to the green today.
1: Kind of wild to shoot sixty one and miss three greens, honestly. Right? But twenty three putts. I don't. I mean, forget the feet of putts made. That,
3: <laughs> that's very few. That's so awesome. I, well, then he walk I, off and say like I, I literally that's the feet that's of putts as good made. as I can play. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he had forty seven putts over the entire weekend. Like I think I've come close to forty seven putts For in a round. Sure. Yeah, no doubt. That is, that's absurd. But yes, Siwoo Kim, final round 64. Walked that one in on 17, by the way. Randy, what did you feel today? Did you, did anything jump off the the screen at you today?
0: I came over, uh, we were early back nine. I I came over from the NBC uh, telecast, which we'll get into in just a bit. (laughs) And um, I was real curious. I know we'll get to him, how our boy Tony was doing. I but, didn't. Even, I didn't even check. What did he know. do? I today? don't know. I was gonna ask Solly. but was he in the people. final group or the second? I think to last? he was in the last
3: group. I, the last group? I saw the T times. You too, Neil. <laughs> I, was, I was just wondering. I you too. I didn't.
0: Couldn't. <laughs> couldn't see who he was playing with. No, but here's here's uh Se-woo Kim. The biggest takeaway. <laughs> Love seeing the Live Under Par uh, logo on his sweater. Hell yeah, that was cool. It lives on. That's all I got for you, Solly. <laughs> okay.
2: Do you want to just do fee now? Now, I mean,
1: I mean, I'm trying to think if there. I want to give Siwoo Kim his due because he did come out in the final round and and this maybe you know maybe leads into the Tony stuff. But in the final in the final group, seeing what Cantlay was doing ahead of him, bogey free, eight birdies, you know, birdies on what 15, 16, 17 to basically shut it and awesome shot or just 16, 17, sorry, Uh, awesome shot into 18, just awesome tee shot. That's such a hard tee shot and nails on the tee shot, nails on the approach into the green. I mean that was it was impressive. I I was pulling for Cantlay obviously after uh, seeing what he did, but it's good stuff
3: by Siwoo Kim. First win since the players exactly. Two things st- stuck out to me: the third win overall, I believe, the bounce. Byron Nelson. He got into Correct. sixteen on his second shot. Yes, above the you know the milk carton bunker down there. Uh, really soft, soft bounce for yeah. going going left there, uh, and then but then he made the most of it, which is awesome. And then seventeen like. What a putt. He got a nice little read from Max. Big time read from Max. And, and juxtaposed the bounce he got on 16. It felt like like with Max had a, uh, I can't remember what, first par five on the back. He came up like, or he, he clears the bunker and oh, it bounces right. like straight up and then yeah. back in the bunker. It's just like, man, it, it's a, Max, you know, didn't play well, but couldn't get a break. But that fist pump on 17, it was like, all right, he's got it. He's in. Yeah. Um, so, and one other thing I'd like to call out, like, you know, he, I think Saul and I were talking about this, his post-round interview. Doing it in English. Doing it in English. Like, mad props, man. I cannot imagine trying to speak another language on national TV. And I think at the Players, um, when he won there, I think he did it in Korean. But, and
2: even the media day the next year, he was not speaking English publicly. Yeah. And it, it to do it, come off the course, emotions high, like try to gather your thoughts and speak a different language that is not your native language that, you know, you're le- still learning. It takes a lot of comfort to do that. I'm saying he doesn't have the comfort there. It's not there. And to still do it is, you know, I don't know if he just didn't have an interpreter there this week or what, what that situation was, but I really respect that.
1: Totally. Well, I think, I think you hit on it perfectly. Like the emotions, think about how many guys walk off the green and are, are, you know, can't get words out in their own language because they're right. crying, you know, it's
3: like uh, oh, super impressive to that point too. Like imagine trying to be the, you know, best golfer in the world. And then try like, I mean, trying to learn a language yeah. on the side. Like <laughs> right. I just can't even like, a lot of time learn... while you're
1: traveling. Probably maybe that's yeah. a good time to do it. I don't know,
3: but it, it, should, it should just add that to the like list of stuff you <laughs> got to do on top of your golf game. So yeah, as you said,
1: tons of respect for that. Possibly he's getting some reps on cameo. Also one Is of the he few, there? one of the few PJ tour players Is on cameo. Really? Yeah.
3: Yeah. hell Yeah. Yeah. We should see. You think it's, he can turn one around
2: for us tonight.
1: <laughs> no offense to see who No offense to anyone. Uh, Absurdly expensive. It's like 160 bucks. Oh my god. Kim, <laughs> PD fucking Pablo was like 40 or 50. So well, that would be my be. one you criticism. It, awesome. You day. Would hope
3: the market would correct that. I,
1: no, well, it might I think a big it's only go market. Market. Yeah, it might could be. be a big Korean market. You yeah. could be totally right. Yeah, maybe I'm. Maybe I'm You're being too xenophobic. Nationalistic about this. American. Yeah. Typical. That's, hand uh, up. Closed hand world up. view from me, yeah. DJ.
0: you, DJ. You guys could be right. Well, Neil, you mentioned uh, Max couldn't get a break today. I'd you know, Somebody else couldn't get a big break. <laughs> Should we talk about him? Sure. Do you, do you want to just apologize again? No. It, the bet at, is at still point, open. Well, at one the point, point today, open. what's the bet?
3: The bet
2: was that he was going to win twice before the end of 2020. COVID threw a little wrinkle in it, so we pushed it to the end of the West Coast swing. So going to need a little miracle. Gonna I need...
1: still think it was three times, but it could be.
2: It was twice. <laughs> You guys keep trying to. T- First of all, the bet was never in my favor. I mean, so listen, don't even no. try to change it. Honestly, also, I'll give nobody. You once. <laughs> yeah, you brought that up. We he didn't did.
1: care what
3: the bet was. You, that was unsolicited from you. 100%. So you say the bet you're, was unfair. They're doubling that's, down. You, know. you think he's going to win twice before the end of the I, West Coast swing? I am not giving what up on my bet. That's all he <laughs> <it> has left. <laughs> I'm not giving up on my bet. I, I would have loved. I,
2: I, the only way this will work is if he wins the last two. That would be the greatest. Like bet moment in no laying up history. That would be
1: unbelievable. Yes, that would be unbelievable. My my hat would be off. But let's start with today. Okay, let's let's put one one foot ahead of the other. Sure. Just talk to me about what you saw today.
0: Talk to me. Talk to me about the emotions. uh, Yeah, I'm thinking the
1: ride. I don't think I'm going to do it. But there's been a lot of pressure to release our group text uh, to the Washington (laughs) Post. just some of the things you were throwing out there. Some of the things I was throwing out there that seemed pretty prescient. Looking looking back, uh, you know, you're Excuse me. I, I was saying as soon as he made par, I think it was number five, right? As soon as he didn't birdie that par five, I was like, oh, baby, this is how it starts. And you said, oh, my God, he's birdied two of the first five. You guys are acting like he's collapsing.
3: We're, we're I, getting, I, we're fine. We're, <laughs> we're fine. Text. Oh, we're fine.
0: I, I want to I commend you, DJ. Uh for your growth. I, there were points last year when you would have been really nervous through like You're five right. holes today right. and you would have been texting me like Randy I oh god is it, I don't I don't like this is today and I I did in a moment of weakness I sent a group text I said <laughs> guys
1: I said Tony looks good. Tony looks good today after he made the birdie on what was at 10. Uh I said
0: god he look he, he does look good. But you never panicked. But I never panicked. And you trusted the process. Yes, exactly. And, and in this the year of our Lord 2021 <laughs> tons of respect for you. Thank you. That's that's cool to hear.
2: I don't know why you guys thought I never. I never even brought this up that today was going to go any differently. Like that, no. And on like Friday, you guys, are, oh, Finau's <laughs> in the mix. This is going to be brilliant. And I was like, yeah, like he's and he's in, he's in the mix right now. This wasn't any different than any of the other like shots he's had at it. It wasn't like he blew a four-shot lead. It wasn't like what, oh,
1: this is the one he's got to win. This is the the big important thing. What, what did data golf say? What did the percentages say? Should this one have gone his way or not? Or it maybe was one of the highest ones it's been. <laughs> was there like some fifty? percent. Was there some vicious stink that got involved that that skewed the data? I was
0: implicitly, you needed today to be the one to, <laughs> to be one of them.
2: He would have needed to shoot sixty four today to win. Just just so we're clear, just so we're clear, which, which he guy, did not. But, but who was playing with possible. him? Did did? Yes. Yeah. And so I, someone else went out and shot sixty one. Like, of course, it was out there today. But he shot. He was. He gained two point six shots on the field today alone. He shot 68. and didn't even come close to winning. To the 10th best round on the golf course today from first place. So when is that's he going to exceed
3: expectations on Sunday? <laughs> when is that going to come? I don't know. Listen, that's a, I'll, I
1: will throw this at you. That's a compelling stat. That is right? <laughs> that's a compelling defense. But the problem, what's the What's the Porter Kyle Porter tweet? He started the final round five times. Oh, yeah. In the top a, five, I think this is 19 times without a win. And it's like, dude, it's, uh, listen, maybe he's the most unlucky guy in the history of the planet, or maybe just like gassed a couple three footers and oh, he didn't play good enough to win 77 yards. I'm, I'm
2: glad he didn't play good today. Like great today because he probably, it probably still wouldn't have worked out in his favor. Like he, the, what happened around him today was not good. Now he also didn't play good enough. Tough combination. Sure. Probably not going to work out. It's for not going to go your way. It's wild. really okay. not. Like it, it, I don't chalk this one up as like, Oh man, he should have had this one. This was really the one he had his opportunities and the putter looked extremely shaky at times today. And he, But he still barely didn't even lose a full shot to the field in putting today, which I I think it seems surprising.
1: More for me, again, all this is this is not database. This is very, you know, the eye sees what it sees. But it's like it seems so repeatable where it's he always has a good start. He always comes out hot and he gets up, you know, gets a couple shot lead, gets comfy. And then he just fucking slams it in a neutral and it just. It's the same every single time. He's not a killer. I Oh, think that's definitely not.
3: Not. Yeah. not a killer. Yeah. What hole did he miss the? Probably the a lot of them. No, the short uh, putt. I think was that like, was four, maybe. No, no, no. It was like I thought it was like ten or eleven. Oh, he missed. Well, he missed a couple, yeah. but there was one. That but that moment is where you're just like. That
1: no, the one where he missed. No the, data
3: to point to. Like, dude, that's the one. It was like, the
1: one where he missed the really short birdie putt. Yes. I think it was four, maybe
3: or and, eleven. It was a, the par, then, first par five. That was the, for par. Yeah. Yeah. So then he after he hit in the water. Yeah. Yeah, so that but that that to me is like, I don't know how you could put data around like just the moment in the round of like, you know, we can go either way a little bit right in the middle. And he just like I feel like that's a, you know, song on repeat for Tony. And I, I was thinking about this a little bit because
1: I knew, of course, of course, this was yeah, gonna of, come of course there was going to be some grave dancing going on today. And I, I want to clarify this has really Tony's an innocent bystander in this whole conversation. This really has nothing to do with Tony. I'm going to explain why in a second. <laughs> He is just the symptom of – he's a symptom of, like, why I'm finding it harder and harder and harder to watch PJ Tour golf, which is, dude, if you're not going to give an edge to anybody or, like, you know, say out loud any of the real things that are going on, then I just got to, like, cling to any kind of storyline I can possibly find. And it's, like – I was thinking about it in in terms of any other sport, and golf has seemed to – Think.
0: when you let me let me interject to to get some clarity for you when you say uh not talk about like what's going on what do you mean
1: like the fact that he has been fucking terrible like around the lead like nobody every time you watch it like it's taken almost 20 times we've been saying this for like 2 years it's taken almost 20 times of of seeing this to where commentators are just barely kind of now being like you know what Be really good if he'd play well on this back nine. (laughs) Uh, He he could really, uh, this is really where it would help him a lot to play well. And, you know, you saw the story on pjtour.com this week that's like, yeah, he hears what you're talking about. It's like, come on, man. Like, this this has been so under our nose. If this was any other sport, this would have been talked about nonstop. For somebody who has been in the Hunt at majors, who's been on Ryder Cup teams, President's Cup teams, all this stuff, like, he is a marquee player. And it's just like he doesn't win. It's it's wild. And so where I keep coming back to is He's golf. A fluffer golf has seemed to like build its business model around this idea that it can just. It's okay if they think fans are showing up and turn on the TV and just being like, "Man, I hope everybody wins today. <laughs> I can't wait to see who wins because I want them all to win." And it's like. That's not how anybody consumes anything in the whole world, right? It's Class X. There's got to be favorites, and it's a zero-sum thing, I think. For for there to be a favorite, it's a fucking competition. For for somebody to win, somebody else has to lose. And, like, that has to be okay to talk about and to, to watch and to think about. And it's just they get paid very handsomely in order for us to make cheap shot jokes about this kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's just – it's uh, it, th- that's what it represents to me.
3: Pie man, I love everything about
0: that. Reach
1: it.
3: I will say this though, the PGA Tour social media team did get, they did get involved. It very in a, interesting. With a big graphic. About a lot of graphics thir-
2: have been floating on screen now. There's no hiding is, from this. What now. is it?
3: 34 top tens without a win, the most by any PGA professional. Tommy Fleetwood is actually in second with 16 top tens without a win, uh, and then I think it was, was it uh, Louis Oosthuizen? And there's uh, another guy we can talk
1: about, but I've I've been very vocal on that block as well. Talk about a guy who doesn't win.
3: Yeah. So, and there are a couple other guys on that list, but my point being, just maybe they're starting to. And say maybe something. maybe they're going to make it a storyline. Maybe they're searching for one too. Maybe part of this gets back to it. It always comes back to this,
1: but maybe part of this comes. God, people are going to roll their eyes so hard. Part of it almost co- almost comes back to listen Listening. Almost comes back to Spieth, where it's like, dude, if you're going to shit on my guy Spieth, look at these fluffers that don't do anything, man. At least he's gone and done something. You know what I mean? It's just... I, yeah, Brooks, I'm not following
2: you on that one.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? Like, no. listen, has Spieth took spieth took so much more in print. Oh, my man. God. It's horrible. What's wrong with Spieth? And even Ricky. Ricky does the same thing. It's like, dude, at least Ricky's fucking done it. He's won a couple, man. It's just I don't know. Randy, you have anything to say about that? And so, so what I'll—he's right.
0: What I'll finish Finau's that with? Finau's in a fluffing class of his own. <laughs> like you're exactly right. Ricky's won five times more than Tony Finau. And it, and it all comes back to like it's nothing
1: against Tony. It seems like a great guy. Everybody, I've literally never heard one bad thing about him. I hope he breaks through. Sorry, I hope he does win the last two events of the West Coast Swing. That would be phenomenal content. But it's like in the absence. Okay, let me put it this way. Jeff Shackelford wrote something that really, really resonated with me recently, where he was talking about how in a post-Tiger world, there is no superstars in golf. And golf itself can debate that by pretending like there are, but there aren't. And <laughs> I think we see that on like a, a week-to-week basis. Here's a quick interjection there. Brooks Kepka can go miss the cut on a week like this, and nobody cares. No, no one no cares. Ca- no one we may
0: be in that post-Tiger world with uh, fifth a fifth surgery. back surgery <laughs> very yes. and, and Good two point. it brings back the speed like speed was the one hope to, yes. to at least give us that you know superstar
1: and so jeff's point was the only superstar that there is is the four majors right and so in the absence of any of those superstars to like you got to do something to get me to care on a week-to-week basis and it's like looking at that leaderboard other than you know having a very very close personal friend in the final group which i don't think is realistic for everybody watching the telecast it's like i have no reason to watch other than like god this female guy just like can't get it done like <laughs> let's let's see what happens with that cuz like i don't really care about anything else that's going on on this leaderboard is that fair or unfair
3: completely fair i think it's spot on
2: well,
1: there's
3: not a lot, mix.
2: but that's what Finau means to me.
3: God, I love you. <laughs> Thank
0: oh. you. Like
2: You didn't even have to mention football. I mean, it's AFC and NFC oh, championships being yeah. on. Like, what, what real reason was there to tune into that?
3: Can I add one more thing, Complete, completely off, but it's it's Finau related. I get very, uh, I get like agita with his low top Nikes, especially with the ankle situation at the <laughs> Masters. It looks like his shoes aren't tight enough. And like for a... Could be an issue. Big guy, you know, he's swinging it pretty fast. I just wish he'd wear like some shoes that look like they were, they fit. They don't look, it looks like he's wearing topsiders out there. It's crazy. <laughs> I like, think he's, he's like jogging down the T box. And I'm like, he's going to roll his ankle again. I kind of like those shoes. I looked at and buy some of them, but there's got to be. I don't be... think
1: I could. Cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but he has the short pants though, too. So you see the ankle, yes. I think it might be the issue.
2: I would have to think though, it, him not getting it done for let's say like the first twenty times, which is insane to say. Like that that not going his way, like a mixture within that of things not going your way and, and poor play. It is impossible to ignore that anymore. Like even if nobody's talking about it yet, like fuck man, another shot at it. Damn it didn't work again. Another shot. Man, I really got to start taking advantage of these. Ugh, didn't work again. How do you not think about that over every oh, shot dude it's
1: impossible ever like for, for sure.
2: Now we're 34, 35 times into this. Like, how does it, how do you get past it? How do you change something? And it be, is definitely a thing, like for him, no matter how many times he says it is, now he's actually getting asked about it. It is going to be impossible to ignore. He's going to have to go out and boat race a field by like six. Otherwise, this is going to keep happening. I
1: don't want to sound super insensitive. Like, I am sympathetic to that. Like, that's super interesting. But, you know, in the absence of, of really anything else to kind of like
3: latch onto, it's like, well, Man, that's, also, that's gonna if, get they would, run. if they would ask him more about it and give him an opportunity to be vulnerable about it, then I would be. Maybe he talks about it in the they Let's they Get have. It podcast. Well, I'd, I'd like. I don't know. I don't feel like I get that from him. Of like. He's, he's not getting put. Like you're I, saying about speed. He's I not getting put like on the I we're just spot.
0: scratching that itch right now. Yeah,
3: just finally, right? Before it was like he was just off the hook. Oh, he's got so much potential. Oh, it, This is. Almost like Phil not winning a major for so long. And I it's, think this... It's, it's... That's the... And Phil got roasted for that.
1: And I think this kind of comes back to one very important word you said there, which was major. Right? Yeah. Like, maybe nobody... Maybe just, like, the, the week-to-week golf media, which is dwindling, and that's a hard job in itself for a million other reasons we can talk about. But, I mean, maybe they're just kind of going through the motions at this point to where it's like, you know, maybe nobody really outside that core seems to give a shit kind of is the, mm. the vibe I seem to get more and more week after week.
2: I still go back to th- this conversation – May, it may not have lasted a year if this would have been the case, but the misplaced hate at the waste management is where like this whole thing started no. between me defending him. Yes. We can go back and listen to that. Okay, I,
1: I said, th- listen, Webb like came and got it from him that day. No, yeah. you threw your hands up after that week like I just
3: can't get it done. He can't get well, it he done. He didn't get it done. He didn't get it done. Right, but
1: that was the case. Was like, dude, like <laughs> he never gets it done. <laughs> I think I did concede this was the time, like.
2: Yeah. After like he thirty got... minutes of arguing, you're finally like, "Yeah, I mean, web uh, to play. Well, good. listen, yeah. if
1: you want to hang your hat on like you know over these last twenty, that was the one, the one L that I had to take. Sure, I'll take the L. Perfect. That's, fine. That's all I
2: needed. I'll take thirty six other W's. Though. That's all I needed. No, like it would have never. This would have never happened if that if that wasn't that misplaced part of the conversation never happened. We're taking a break. Don't go anywhere, football fans. Moment you've been waiting for all season, right around the corner as of recording this, we don't know who's actually in the uh in the the big game if you will. DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of Super Bowl 55, is bringing back their golden ticket giveaway with up to 55 million dollars in prizes up for grabs. Did you guys hear that right?
0: 55 million. 55 million. million
2: i5 All you have to do to get your share of these huge prizes is enter the DraftKings free Super Bowl prediction challenge. You submit your picks. You will uh, get a free instant prize up to $25,000. Uh, and if you have the most, Prediction's correct. You could win the top prize of $1 million. So download the app now, enter the free prediction challenge, answer question like who will score first, and boom, get ready to make it rain. So DraftKings has paid out over $7 billion to its players since 2012. So I think they know a thing or two about big paydays. So, and this is going to be a big one. So download the DraftKings app now. Use promo code NLU to enter the free $55 million Super Bowl prediction challenge. Everyone gets an instant prize up to $25,000 just for playing. So use promo code NLU Now and enter the free $55 million Super Bowl challenge. Only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of Super Bowl 55. Terms, conditions, and eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. There was, have, no le- there, there, was, there was no legal ease this week. Because it's a free pool. <laughs> <laughs> I was prepared to do it, but no legal ease this week. So anything else? Uh, well, I had another note on Cantley. There's a lot of time to kill in that broadcast today. And as he's just hitting putts on the 18th green, they're like, you know, he's overcome so much adversity in his life and injuries and everything. And I just wanted to, like, jump through the screen. I was so upset. Like, we can talk about the adversity. That's a totally different topic. But a constant thing is how he has to go to the golf course, like, four hours before his tee time to get – we're talking morning tee times, too, to get stretched to limber up, to get his back ready to play. Like, that's how serious his back injuries were, how many, like, years he had washed out of his career overcoming debilitating back injuries, and just, like, to wash over that, and that's, that second of just, like, yeah, you know, he's been injured. It's like, people don't know that story. Like, tell that story. Dude, that...
1: Sorry, I've been talking a lot, but one more thing. Uh, the fix for that, I think, is, like, just t- take one camera one time and go with him into the equipment trailer. Produce one like awesome feature, right? And I know they're they're, I know they're running low on resources probably and all that stuff. But like, holy shit, man! How impactful would that be to actually see him? I'm I'm so with you. See him getting up at four in the morning, driving to the golf course, getting stretched out, and just like a timeline of all the shit he has to go through would. Talk about, like, creating favorite players and all of that stuff. God, that would resonate so much more because exactly what you're saying is the whole telecast just gets so flattened to, you know, oh, Max had a, a tough round today. Like, man, he he's really... You know he went through some adversity today. Oh, Patrick Cantley lost five years of his career. Man, he's really he's gone through some adversity. It's like, dude, these words don't fucking Patrick mean anything. Reed. Patrick Reed became a course. lot of adversity. Well, he went through a lot of adversity.
3: A guy like Cantley who doesn't Tommy show Ganey a lot of adversity. Uh, oh, we don't talk about that one. So much adversity. <laughs> Cantley doesn't show a lot of emotion, and so you're looking to make this guy a superstar. He's in the top ten, you know, of your FedEx Cup standings, and you're talking about him a lot, and he's on the billboards. Well, like. Find something interesting to show me, like build a story, like tell me a story about him. Like he's not gonna do that for it, you. It only and one he of the doesn't best, have
1: to. Best amateurs of all time. I don't know what there could be like interesting to talk about.
3: Well, but you know what I'm trying I'm, to say. No, like, I'm kidding. Like, yes, not, there's a million. Not, they're just they they rely on somebody that's fiery or well, you know, I think somebody that like uh, may, might get a specific group of people hyped up. I you think know? like it's just come on, man. Like. Go, dig just a little bit deeper. I'm so with both of you on this. It's 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 straight-up bullshit.
1: This goes to just... It's almost being like embarrassed of the golf aspect of what you're talking about. You know what I mean? It's like what you said. They're going to default to... Oh, Max is so... He's a riot on social media. It's like, dude, Patrick Cantley is one of the best golfers in the world, and I'm watching a golf telecast. Explain to me why he's so good at golf. And like, what what does he do that's so different? What does he do that cameron davis doesn't do you know what i mean like set the stage for, and and for he's why this guy's good so
3: good despite having these back issues and, and which they just like
0: dev,
1: paint me the picture it just seems like the pj tour in general and maybe this is a well i'm sure we'll talk about the euro tour later but i hadn't watched the euro tour in a while dvr'd the coverage from abu dhabi this morning was watching that and it's it's crazy how much more confident they are in just like oh you know what you're watching this golf. You're probably a golf fan. We're going to talk to you like you're a golf fan, whereas every PJ Tour telecast just seems so surface level and just afraid to get into like the nitty gritty of it. I, fucking anything.
0: They got to get the millennials.
1: Oh well, guess what, bud? They're not showing up, man. If we could
3: just
0: though But just but
3: get those. Millennials.
1: Maybe they'll yes, accidentally. We're going to get some. Maybe they'll though. accidentally wander in, and we can we can hook them.
2: The Mike Wan podcast this past week, while it's not PJ Tour related, kind of threw me for a loop in terms of. You know, I asked him kind of why why LPGA events finish opposite PGA Tour events. Like, what, why can't you find a different window and we'll watch both of them? And he was kind of of the mind of like, no, no, when people sit down to watch golf, like they watch golf. Like, we're not going to try to make you sit down twice to watch it. We're better off trying to get you flipping back between the two broadcasts than we are <laughs> on our own. Tough week for the LPGA to have that message but we get there we'll too. get there but that kind Do of what? freaked me out is this
0: my go time not no. quite yet okay,
2: okay. that freaked Still me out the because it was more like oh and this is like one of the more thoughtful guys but like oh they don't like actually care about like getting us they just like want the numbers to say a certain thing to that so they can go to their sponsor and so like yeah they don't care if the good like the hardcore fans follow for the golf reason they are just trying to like hook you even if it's for a little bit just trying to get you in, in some way, you know? So this was one of the things I was going to say
1: about the, the female thing and, and oh my gosh, I hope everybody wins and everybody's a class act is I feel like they have just gotten away with that. And, and who knows, maybe it was like this before, you know, in the Nicholas days and the Faldo days and everything else. But I feel like they've just gotten such a, a free role with tiger where it's like, Oh, you know, everybody's going to tune in to watch tiger and, if we try really, really hard, that number's not really going to change. If we try not at all, that number's not really going to change. So we'll throw it up and and we'll pick, we'll cherry pick some good stuff and let's get it. Pretend like we're you know, <laughs> pretend like we're we're doing uh, some good stuff. Those aren't the days anymore. Like that is not going to happen anymore. I guess is what I'm getting at. And it's like, dude, all you're doing is just is just infuriating hardcore golf fans who are like, man, why why is none of this stuff happening? Yeah, I, f- I felt like that more this weekend than I have in a really long time, which was just like, man, why, why is anybody watching this on like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday? I had a fun time watching The Back Nine on Sunday.
3: That was great. But like,
1: I don't know why the fuck you would watch it on I a Friday afternoon. Th- it's horrible.
3: Specifically this week had, had something to do with... <laughs> is it not? Did you watch a lot of it? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the, the venue, the, the, this event specifically, I think you, you could say that about a lot of weeks, but this one just feels lost, especially without fans. Like I had a real eerie feeling looking at, you know, Palm Springs and this course with no fancy It looked like an abandoned theme park to me. <laughs> like it's a place that like shouldn't be there. It's like out of place. It's like driving through the suburbs, be like, oh, there's an abandoned Six Flags, like Z- something Zom- that you know, messed up and they had, they you know went bankrupt or whatever. Like the one in New Orleans that got like flooded. and They never opened it back up. Awesome photos. Because this this tournament to me is and basically listening to like the trap draw preview. It's basically the venue for a giant party. Like that's that like, just like waste management is, it's like, oh, this is, you know, it's like a pro-am. It's just, it's a, yeah, everybody's just getting bombed and trying to see somebody shoot 59. Like that's what it's known for. It's a birdie bonanza. And these guys are supposed to just tear it up out there with no fans. It's just like, what are we doing here? And what is that doing here? Like it's bright green in the middle of the desert. Like I'm just have a lot of like, what is going on questions when I'm watching it. And so then you pair that with the fact that like, they're not telling any golf stories, and I'm like, what am I am a little bit like, what am I watching? It's like I'm watching something just like very fake like in every way. Like manufactured drama, basically.
2: I, I, I'm almost, I'm like only 95% confident that this is the same golf course, that like the stadium course, PJ West, that was like way too hard when it opened and all the players bitched. Yeah. I'm afraid to even say that because I don't even recognize it as that. And the fact that that could be the case, right, that this was all the players bitched so badly about this course that, a Ryder cup was supposed to be there and the players hated it so much that they moved it to Kiowa along with other reasons. Uh, Now is like one of the easiest ones on tour one in part because technology just obliterated that place. And two, they must've softened it in so many ways that it's unrecognizable from when it opened. And it just like that. I look at that course and I'm like, that that's, that is a nightmare course for me. Like none of that looks comfortable for me. And at the same time, it is so easy for those guys to just like, like they don't miss, they don't miss left on eighteen. They don't hit it in the water in the island green. Nobody in contention has to deal with any of these hazards, so, and it just becomes this: like miss a fairway, and it just ball randomly ends up in some weird ass overseat at the bottom of a hill that you have a perfect angle in. It doesn't it doesn't appear to be like rhyme or reason between certain spots on the golf course you want to be. It just like doesn't. And maybe it is there in person, but on TV, it does not shine through.
3: So. Is it, it's not a direct, obviously not an exact replica of the stadium course, but is there like a written thing where it's like, this is what, like, Pete Dive is just taking inspiration from the stadium course I the, think from TPC?
1: It's, it's or, more like the, I think, as I understand it, it's more like has to do with the spectators. Like it, okay. all the mounds are built up so that it's like a stadium, people yeah. can see down and, you know, it's, it's like stadium
3: seats. And then 17 and 18, you know, they they did a good job on the broadcast, juxtaposing the two, and then also calling out that Siwoo Kim, you know, that was yeah. his last win. Yeah. I thought that was all very good. And it was cool to see them side by side. Um, but the other thing, what you're saying, Sally, like with the overseed, if you're going to be the green oasis course in the desert, like if you're going to be basically the showcase of, along with waste management, like golf in the desert in during the, the West Coast swing, I thought I thought there were some real scruffy looks out there. Like oh, I God. thought some yeah. parts yeah. of that, that course was... looked really really bad. They were like expanding. There, there was like they talked like about eight it. or nine. They had like Saint, like Saint, It just was like man, that doesn't like you, if your identity is going to be that. Yeah, that desert oasis. That's a tough look.
2: I missed kind of what they were talking. They did talk about it, but they were expanding some of the greens, I think, and that was some of the new expanded parts didn't take very well, and they didn't get it prepared in time. And it, it did the guy, the players didn't seem to have much trouble with it. I think it probably looked a lot worse on TV than it probably did. Uh, you know, affected play in person would be my guess because I didn't hear a lot of complaining about it. Yeah, from but guys, even take but- away,
3: I saw the expanded greens, but even the rough to me, like some spots, it just looks so like, I guess fake is the right word, where it's, like, so bright green in the fairway and then just brown and, like, I, I don't, it just was, uh wasn't my uh, favorite look, I guess.
2: I'm I'm done trying to hold Randy back if we're ready to move on from the Amex. Oh, Cameron Davis has an incredible golf swing, and he had his best week as a professional. That was That was cool to watch, but... That's
0: tough, one, tough one for our friend Max too. Yeah, we,
1: yeah. We should talk about that. We should, we should be pretty self-effacing about that. Obviously, not. Uh, it was not good. Total not good. bummer. Total bummer. Hard
3: to watch. Hard to watch. And I, I, you know, God, I just hope he he takes a lot of good stuff from the first three days and grinding. But sometimes I think, you know, he was tied for the lead with a triple and a double. You know, <laughs> it's like he just kind of ran out of the magic a little bit. Yeah. Right. Like he might not have had. He might have had too many loose shots. All week, and he was just covering it up a little bit. So, was
0: this his first final round Sunday? Final round,
2: first ever time he's played on a Sunday in the final. round. Oh, room. in the in, final no, group. I'm sorry,
0: in the final group. He was he final. Was at, Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo. Yeah, yeah, I think he was the last I guy he was ahead. I think he was in the final group. Okay. Well, but point being, you know, he doesn't have a ton of reps in this spot. So, you know, good good experience. I, I think he'll have much he can take away from it. But yeah, selfishly, it was it was disappointing.
2: Yeah, his his numbers for the week. I, I'm kind of curious as to how he ended up so high up on the leaderboard to begin with. He uh, he was 50th in strokes gained tee to green, 18th in putting. Uh, I guess he had a great round on the at the. Uh, the other course that was not tracked on
3: stat track or whatnot. But. Well, you didn't seem to like him throwing his golf balls in the, in the lake. I just, it's so funny.
2: Like when you throw them in the lake, how like I don't throw balls in the water I have before, but I don't do it as frequently as pros do it. And they probably feel like such a badass when they throw them in and on TV, it just never it I looks. No,
3: he did it on 18. Max is on 18. He did not look like he felt badass. He just felt like he wanted to jump in the lake himself.
2: Trevor Emelman had an he interesting should. point. Uh, that would have been,
3: that would have been sick.
2: You know, he said, you know, Max is so fun-loving on social media, he was probably too serious uh, on the golf course and was probably contributing to the round four fade, which is certainly a take.
3: I'm on the edge on that take. I'm on the edge on that take, too. I I think Max would say that.
1: I do think he would say, like, not too serious. Like, it's not like he's too locked in, but I think he does, like, beat the shit out of himself on the golf course. You know, just
2: the day before I got off the course and said, like, like, all the things he's doing, like, trying to be grateful, like, show... He had a great attitude and tries to, you know, six or seven times just said three things like out loud to myself that, that I'm grateful for, blah blah blah, and that was that's just what made it weird. It was but like, I
1: think that is a new development. I think that comes probably from uh, I don't know. I, th- I think maybe Trevor was slightly onto something in that, like you know, those changes aren't just for fun. Like I'm sure he's he's changing those things because you know for a reason. So.
2: I have a hard time just telling a professional to be less serious though. Like <laughs> well, just because he, you're fun loving on social him, media doesn't mean like that is what's gonna work for you on the golf course. And I think that's probably I'm knows with that. you
3: in that I thought the comment was kind of like out of because he, he went back to it later in the telecast, but he also related it back to his career. He's like, I was a tough guy to be like I was too hard on myself. So there was a little bit of him relating there, which I think he's got some credibility there. And also, like with Max, the the gratitude stuff that he was talking about. One, I thought that interview was awesome. And like, God, can we just get like seriously, more guys like Max, like saying real stuff and in interviews, like that was delightful to watch. And two, it's a test right there of like establishing that habit and continuing to do that, like when it's hard. Yeah. Right. Like so I think today was probably a good thing of like not, like you, you got a taste of that working and Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday he might you know, it might have just been too hard to overcome. He just didn't have it. And hopefully in the future he can stick to it.
2: And I got no issue with them trying to unpack you know, why a round is going very poorly or anything like that, just because he's a friend of ours. Like, I don't, like that yeah. is what they should be doing. That's not my point. It was just kind of like, I don't think it's just as simple as being like, be less serious out there when you're trying to win a golf tournament on Sunday in the final pairing. But anyways. Uh, all right, I think that's a wrap from Amex. Uh, Randy, why don't you take us to uh, the Diamond Resorts uh, on the LPGA Tour.
0: DJ, hop out of that pulpit. I'm, I'm coming up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Randy's been like, uh, you know, the Olympic swimmers when they, they hang out in that, Kind
3: of like lukewarm tub oh, yeah. for a while. That's that's where the divers. Going. He's got his like the the squishy <laughs>
0: towel. I'm flapping my arms like Michael Phelps. <laughs> All
3: right, next up, uh, Big Randy, uh, hop on up here, bud.
0: Guys, season opening LPGA event, the Diamond Resorts Classic down in Orlando. Uh, it is like their tournament of champions. Very limited field this year. I think there were 25 players. Golf Channel. Coverage all week, and then afternoon, late afternoon coverage on NBC Saturday, Sunday. I'm here to tell you, (laughs) that's the worst golf broadcast I've ever seen in my life. No hyperbole. No hyperbole. The worst. Full stop. And I want to draw a a distinction. It, It wasn't the folks I was listening to on the broadcast. It was purely the folks that were making the decisions about what I was seeing on the broadcast
2: before you get too hard on that rant. I'll also say the structure of the tournament worked against them from a television perspective, like whatever flow they had going between celebrities and players and the wait times that had to happen ruined it, put them behind the eight ball for how that product was going to be presented.
0: Okay. So let's talk about it. Um, It's a celebrity, again, a celebrity pro-am field. So the way they structured it, They had the final threesome of professionals as the final group on the course, and then the group immediately in front of them were the final three celebrities, or the top three celebrities.
2: um, Which Josh Scobie was one of them with a no lying up towel. It's worth noting. Who
0: who were grinding in metal play. Correct. Stableford. But they're
3: playing on their own. They're not playing with.
0: No, they're a threesome on their own in front of a threesome of LPGA players behind them. Which, if
1: they're going to be on the golf course, is maybe good to not. You know, I hate when, like at the Palm Springs event, when Siwoo Kim's coming down the stretch trying to win a golf tournament, and he's also got his amateur partner in the group and, with and him.
3: Goldberg's <laughs> jacking <just laughs> up the crowd and throwing guys in the lake. So, so here's what NBC. Who's next?
0: Here, here's what NBC. I mean, I mean, you could just tell. Here, here was what they had. They they showed every shot from the final group of uh, women. Kang right. and the Korda sisters. Kang and Jessica and Nelly Corda, And then they also showed not every shot, but the only real other group that they showed hitting golf shops was the group immediately in front of them, which were three ex-athlete men.
2: Marty Fish uh, the 2004 silver medalist in some sport, so I some don't even remember snowboarding, skateboarding. On, on, and their it,
0: tweets well, about how he's catching, a he was mediocre tennis player. People it, are like, well, he wasn't that mediocre. And I'll have you know, I love Marty Fish. <laughs> I mean, the guy wrote one of the most impactful stories about overcoming anxiety on the Players Tribune. Like, if anybody has never read that, uh, he, he's awesome. Um, and this is where the, the the production of this broadcast just put everybody in a horrible spot. And so what, what happens is, you know, they, they had a couple of hard cameras too, like 18, uh, which is a par three. They obviously had a hard camera there. Do you know what a hard camera is? No, but I think it's just a stationary camera, right? <laughs> Shout out to our friend Jim, who taught us that. Yes. And that's, that's the only time you saw an LPGA player outside of that final threesome was them putting out on 18. And so what you had was, okay, let's show Jessica, Danielle, and Nelly. They hit their drives, right? Okay, we're going to go to a commercial break for four or five minutes, and then we're going to come back. We're going to show you a couple of the celebrity shots on tape. Maybe it's a fun interview with like, <laughs> Mike Flasky. Or, you know, we'll check in with Aaron Hicks again. Maybe and Roger
3: like, Clemens is singing, right. to Toby Keith, oh, doing a duet.
0: And so then it's Nelly, Danielle, Jessica hit their approach shots. <laughs> we're going to commercial. <laughs> and then you come back and you rinse repeat. And it just – it. it you are watching so many commercials. And, and here's my problem with it. You know, one of the, one thing I've I've gathered from talking to some of the people we've gotten to know and, and hanging around the tournament, right? Is and, and Neil, to your point exactly with uh Patrick Cantley and the PJ Tour, right? That the job should be how do we build fans? How do we show off these people's personalities, their stories? You know, how how do we make it impactful for viewers new viewers etc
1: especially when you have a tournament that's only full of tournament winners
0: so you're 25 <laughs> of your better just LPGA throw that out players yeah. yeah and so no we're going to ignore 22 of them we're going to focus on Danielle Jessica Nelly which again bare minimum like thank god they at least showed every shot from that threesome
2: which the golf was incredible it was awesome right yeah
0: and and you know you're just sitting there as a viewer though where it's like Oh God! Yeah, another four minutes of commercial here. Like, just an absolutely terrible product. And you know, the 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 cherry on top of it all is two things. One, you know, back in December last month, you get Golf Channel all aboard the women worth watching train, right? And um, you know, my takeaway today was like, women worth watching, but only if you're in the final group, because none of the other ones were worth watching. In their opinion. And then, two, and worth watching as much as Marty Fish. Right. E- that's equal time. <laughs> that's not me saying that. That's, that's what I gather. That's what Golf Channel is telling me through their actions. And then, two, the LPGA pays for this coverage, right? This isn't the NBC Golf Channel bidding on rights to show this. And so I understand, uh, well, okay, they're paying that they're getting paid for the coverage, but they're obviously, they're, they're, likely not making as much money as they are for PGA tour coverage, which goes into the women worth watching campaign. And at some point, like actions from these companies have to align with these hashtags and these marketing terms. And so it's just so, I don't know. It just felt like insulting to me and a little disrespectful to the women's game that you're going to put on such a shitty broadcast. That was quite clearly below any week-to-week PGA Tour event on NBC. It, it just left such a bitter taste in my mouth. and Is that and, it? and I And I'm talking about that instead of what was the most, you know... Um,
1: it's basically the equivalent. I was thinking about it. It's like the equivalent of like a Justin Thomas-Ricky Fowler playoff on the PGA That's Tour. That's what I'm saying.
0: It's like the most delicious <laughs> yeah. final grouping that yeah. the LPGA could have asked for. It's like, like uh, and, and a again, dream
3: for your product. Right and, and the
0: golf was great, and I want to talk Two about the badass
3: golf. sisters taking yeah. on... The uh The Mud the, Hen. The Mud Hen. The Mud Hen. The Toledo <laughs> Mudhead. I mean, a complete showdown. I mean, it's 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 just that's good stuff. That 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 has a story there.
1: And and I want to get out in front of as someone who has you know taken much criticism about complaining about the TV too much. Uh the point is like that I'm so with you in that that became the story today instead of the golf, which is like it was a chore to oh. try to to try to watch it. I was like telling people early in the day. Like, oh, man, this is going to be an awesome tournament. You should flip it on DJ later. and I
3: went to the golf course this morning. We're coming home. He's like, I can't watch. wait to watch the Mud Hen today. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, so, I'm so jacked for that. And after about two holes, I was like, this is anybody who's not me who doesn't have to talk about this on a podcast, like, I, I totally understand why you turn this off. Because talking to a lot of players and stuff, it's like, you know, the biggest thing, hearing Mike Wan talk about it a ton. I mean, this was probably his top bullet point, right, was network TV coverage. Where it's like, this is, you have no idea how big of a deal it is for us to be on network TV and it's like because you can make such an impact you can you know you can really uh, interest a lot of these people in, in tuning in maybe on a more frequent basis you can also turn off a lot of people when
0: you put out a shit product to that many you know to that big of an audience it's just so I got I got, I got in the asses on Twitter and <laughs> two of the two of the replies that stood out to me was um the the Twitter user Carl Spackler tweeted you know I had two young daughters who I had Convinced, like, this is such a cool pairing. These sisters are playing together. And he was like, "They, w- I lost their intention within the first half hour. Like, they spent the rest of the tournament, like, over in the playroom. They had no interest because they couldn't – there was no flow. There was no that, – that broadcast did, would not grab anybody.
2: Which sucks because I had it on for the entirety of the broadcast on either Thursday or Friday. I forget. I think Friday. On in the background while I was working. And I was just – drawn in like it was a the format was working for me it was 25 players they were mixing in a lot of players and they the way they worked the celebrities in there like it's good it's kind of a cool story with the celebrities like it's good it's some of the best athletes at golf like playing you know for a a gross title like josh scoby and martin these guys are playing their ass aaron hicks was murdering the ball and you get to watch like the idea we throw out all these ideas all the time, like how cool to be to watch like a scratch player next to an LPGA player, and you could see the difference. Like that was it, and they were kind of capturing that, and then they got to the weekend, and it looks like the strategy was totally different with NBC, and it was unwatchable.
0: Yeah. So can I ask you a question? Yeah, please. Uh, how much
3: does LPGA pay for the Golf Channel to
0: broadcast I their sport? I, I, I do not know the answer. To and
3: that. I just that baffles me that that with all the The fight over live sports, and that's kind of the last bastion, along with like cable news, of like where you can sell ads against it. So So I think how a streaming platform not come through and said, "Hey, we'd love to, we'd love to broadcast your sport." Like, like how is there not somebody else that could? I think how how that works paying them to do that.
2: It's big. It's the spot. Like you, at least how it works with, you know, certain events on the Corn Fairy Tour. Like you sell to a sponsor, it costs six dollars. Let's just call it that. But for ten dollars. We'll put you on TV. So the sponsor is the one that's paying for it, but it's an extra cost. That's the way I understand it. I don't know if that's the same for the LPGA, but basically sponsor puts up extra dollars, basically pays to put it on TV. You know, that money goes to the network to broadcast it more than the like the network is buying the rights for it. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. So, so that's how that, I understand it. And that helps
3: it. the network cover almost like maybe losses if they don't sell enough ads. It's like a little buffer for well, them if it, they don't sell enough ads against it? It
2: costs something, I'm going to throw this out there, this could be a totally wrong number, it costs something like half a million dollars per week to broadcast a golf tournament, basically. So, so like, I mean, if it was up to NBC or Golf Channel, who are cutting costs everywhere, if they don't have to go spend half a million dollars to broadcast an LPGA event, they probably don't want to. You know, on, speaking, on, speaking on a pure dollars and cents, sure. you know, landscape But here. if
3: they, like, if you're talking about the hard cameras and kind of the skeleton crew they got out there, like, what 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 does that cost them? Like, because it doesn't, I get the PGA Tour to like a normal PGA Tour broadcast, but it feels like there's got to be something in the middle, right?
0: But but, but here's my problem: you, you can make good broadcasts with a with a skeleton crew. I mean, we see that the Golf Channel does that with the college, college championships. Yeah, yeah. yeah, So that I I don't even like that excuse because you can you can have compelling broadcasts with a very stripped down equipment stand up like well, setup.
1: I think one thing that model probably encourages and. You know, I hate taking a shot at like the title sponsors because there's probably not a massive amount of people lining up to sponsor these LPGA events, and it's awesome that some someone like Diamond Resorts puts up the money to do this. But when you get put in that predicament of like, you know, put up all this money and then we'll put you on network TV, it also probably emboldens you a lot more to be like, "Cool, uh, the leader just pumped it, you know, potentially out of bounds on the 16th hole." Yeah, why don't we put the CEO on TV right now? It's like, dude, how do you have? so little self awareness to to not realize that like you're not fooling anybody like nobody's tuning in and being like oh you know what i was really into this golf but yeah no stick with this guy this is fucking fascinating what <laughs> what flasky, this guy's baby yeah i didn't think about it i didn't think about you know was flasky I didn't more think than about timeshares oh the God. way this guy's putting it
0: flasky was all over the telecast
1: <laughs> and it's just it it just rewards like the most egomaniacs <laughs> among us and these these ceos that think they can fool people by, like, being in the booth. They're being – it's so stupid.
0: It <laughs> so, was everywhere. It, so it, it sucked. It straight up sucked, and it sucks even more because I, I think, for me at least, it overshadowed what was an awesome golf tournament. So let's get to the golf tournament then. Jessica
2: Korda shot 60 on Saturday. <laughs> what, back nine, nine under, 28. If I have that right, which doing I kept trying to figure out the math. I think I have that right. But she shot twenty eight on the back nine.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a par thirty seven coming in. Jesus. So she uh, she didn't birdie a par five. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and then she eagled uh, the other par five or one of the other par fives. Um, so Daniel Kang, who we've affectionately nicknamed the Mud Hen, because everybody her, calls her the Mud uh, Hen, <laughs> she won the two Toledo starts last year at the uh, at the restart. It's a no brainer. It's low hanging fruit. Exactly. Um, God, she was working on a bogey list streak going back to the CME in December of like 80, over 80 holes. Um, I don't know officially what that number ended at. Imagine but, how many feet of putts she made at oh that time God. period. <laughs> so she, did, she, she was in control looking to go wire to wire uh, and then doesn't make a, a bogey until the 15th hole Sunday. But as you said, Jessica Corda was kind of dropped out of the mix at the turn on Saturday and then plays her last 27 holes 14 under. Finally runs down Danielle in the back nine, goes to a playoff, and Jessica makes a birdie on, on the first playoff hole. But then you have Nellie, who, you know, the younger sister of Jessica, in a very stretched Venus and Serena comparison. You know, Nellie, I think people are looking at her as the Serena. Like, yo, she's, she's got more talent. She was right there. She got a little, little loose Saturday, uh, not, not the best back nine. Came back with a, a 65 today.
2: There are times where I watch Nellie Corda swing, and I'm like, that is it. That is the greatest golf swing <laughs> in the world. And there's also times I walk off and I'm like, you know what? She might have the second-best swing in her family, now that I think about it. Yeah. Like,
0: I, it, it looks so pure. It's when, unbelievable. Yeah.
2: Like they, the, they, they, they had a great graphic. Lpj tweeted a great graphic of, like, Danielle, Jessica, and Nellie's swings all in one gif, kind of all making an impact at the same time. And I, I watched it for, like, 30 seconds on repeat. It was awesome.
1: Seeing some of God, what Danielle puts into her golf swing, like that—the one she lost right, I think. I think that was on sixteen, right? Sixteen, yeah, short, short it, four. It is, dude. She's squeezing every possible ounce out of that golf swing, and when it goes, when it goes, it goes. That was That's compelling. Was, flip it, flip it, <laughs> yes, flip it. Exactly.
3: <laughs> that, was that was a save. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Oh fuck! But compelling to watch. I'd also say I watched a little bit of it uh, Saturday, and I didn't get to watch any today. But it was uh, her process, her pre-shot routine is. It is like, you know, on repeat. Which, I, as someone who's trying to get better at that, that's fun. Fun to watch her and her caddy go to work. I think that's a very optimistic way to look at it. I think she's mean? also slow as hell. But. Uh, all right. That's for, we'll see. I need to, but I need to. Explain. The process is to good. She, watch she was, that. she was very slow
0: today. The LPGA has a lot of. <laughs> I shouldn't single her out, issues. I guess, but yeah, but that no, was a take. That was a
3: takeaway from the telecast. But well, you yeah, know that's, what? That's There's good, slow play good everywhere. Good Garth in golf. Brooks hand there. I'm going to defend <laughs> that
2: because that is actually good tournament sense on a day where that's totally the yeah pace is abysmal and you are true. Like well, that's what I was saying earlier about the, that television flow. I, and they could have showed other professional women 100, percent but they got stuck in a rut of I don't know how that was flowing. A drivable par four, and then a reachable par five, and then a par three finish. I'm not an expert at at directing traffic on a golf course, but the way that worked out was a nightmare. And so if if you are trying to win a golf tournament where you know you're going to be waiting on every other shot, there's no reason to go fast. Like you are doing yourself a disservice if you're doing that.
1: That's very, very fair. And I think that almost, you know, the way that they – I don't know if it's – it has to be because the celebrities were – zippered in the way they were that the pace was so bad right i mean i, I know the lpj pace is never lightning but it's like that was abysmal today
0: and one those guys were playing gross and two they're you know some of those par fives are much more reachable for those guys i'm sure right. than they are for yeah so it's which just,
1: goes back to my initial thing about diamond resorts which is like when you're ponying up all the cash to make sure this gets on network tv then you're you know probably able to put your thumb on the scale a lot more for like oh no we'll clearly everybody will care who wins our our esteemed celebrity title it's like i have never ever ever needed to see one of these celebrities hit a golf ball like i i <laughs> maybe on thursday friday like you're saying you know show me a couple like oh maybe show me a, a package throughout the final round like here's how this swing compares to this then my question is answered at that point i don't need to see if he's going to chip this one close don't need it aaron hicks was
2: interesting i will say
1: shouldn't but, they just
3: <laughs> end pro ams on saturday Yes. Like, and yes. then just the Sundays, like, let the pros. Well, do the what idea they do. is
2: to get people to tune in to watch some of these guys. Like, yeah, it, I, yeah it's, for sure. It's awesome. you I'm, know, you're I'm, trying to draw people.
3: My favorite is then Pebble Beach though, like, doing the
2: Larry Fitzgerald interview during like the oh. NFC Championship. It's like, what football fan <laughs> is, is tuning in for this and not watching? Somebody tweeted that at me. I don't mean to steal that take. That, I don't know who the said thing. that. I, that's I've never
0: met these people that are that are tuning in for the amateurs for the celebrities. I, I'm sure they exist. Maybe. <laughs> Let me see. What's Toby
1: Keith's uh, schedule like? All right. He's going to be at the Diamond Resorts this week. So we'll be watching that. that for
0: That's my boy. I, be, I better be watching. <laughs> like, Marty Fish, again, God love him. I, I like Marty Fish. Like, <laughs> he, he he's not anywhere near like the most watched guy in his original sport. Like, Josh Scobie, nobody's watching a football game for Josh Scobie. Aaron Hicks, God bless him. People aren't tuning into Yankees games to watch Aaron Hicks. And, and so, why the hell? hell (laughs) would we tune in to watch those guys play golf especially on a
1: Sunday this gets back to my my point that I was saying earlier it's like you're, you're all these people are so afraid to just lean into like what their actual product is it's all these like spit-shining, shiny new object ideas to like, oh God, nobody's gonna watch because our product sucks. Maybe this will bring them in. <laughs> it's like, yeah. no, that's not gonna bring in any more. And all you're doing is just nuking the people that are watching. Yeah, this makes no sense. Stop uh, the madness, Neil.
0: Stop it. It, it doesn't make sense. Like, like Neil, I, I, I'm gonna. <laughs> this is cathartic. I'm, for a, you, I'm gonna pick on you. Do Do you know anything about NG Chun? I don't. Know. Okay. Do you know anything about Cheyenne Knight's story? Uh, no. Defending champ, lost a brother in a tragic accident. One uh, in his honor. Great story there. Sophia Popov. I think you do know. I so- do, and it was great to see her in the top ten. Exactly. Brooke Henderson was in the top ten. You know. Yes. Lexi Thompson hugely mm-hmm. popular. Lexi, like <laughs> guys, we could have told some <laughs> stories and, and maybe you know educated some some viewers and maybe gotten a f- new fan or two. Uh, you guys ready to get to Amsterdam yet? <laughs> Lord, yeah, God. I, it just was... I it, it wouldn't piss me off. I don't think it would piss me off it, as much as it did. And this is the final thing I'll say. If you don't see Molly Solomon and Golf Channel and a lot of these networks just patting themselves on the back last December with the Women Worth Watching campaign. And... As these opportunities to see if anything's changed and to see about you know these power brokers in the game of golf, if they're actually taking action to change anything, well, this was a resounding no today, and I think that's what, what most – maddened me.
2: And you were speaking with LPGA players today who were
1: oh my god very unhappy DMing with me. You.
0: Yeah. Like like one they're big like, Get strong it, LPGA players coming up to you with tears in their eyes. Many many players. <laughs> no, Saying, sir, all you all have players. to fix this. <laughs> sir, please. It's not that, but I can I can tell you among uh the players themselves there is a lot of frustration. So,
2: we have a new young hitter in the program.
0: And a debut. Thank you. Last thing, Madeline Sagstrom. Uh she was teened it up with a no-laying-up bag and towel, and uh, she's going to be in a lot of content this year with us. So that's that's going to be exciting. And she had a top 25. <laughs> top 25. You put so much pressure on her to win. I, 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 I knew you shouldn't have picked her to win. We'll, we'll see. I think the home game model was thrown off. Like you said, there was too many home games. Man, when they <laughs> all cancel each other out. Well, and when you have the DJ on the 18th tee, like, <laughs> so that probably that was admittedly, anybody. the models did not pick that up. <laughs> that was kind of wild. I'm just trying to figure
2: out where I netted out on that one. Of all holes to have it, 18th hole, uh, like the 72nd hole of the tournament was just...
3: What, they got Guetta out there? <laughs> <spinning> <laughs> Shout chances? out to his family. Oh. <laughs> just
1: uh, no, there, there was... He would a, have been a sh- massive improvement. There was a straight up... Disc jockey, just just oops, like, oops. yeah, like up in the assassin tower, straight over the 18th T. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Uh, and they're like, well, the players do have the option to uh, tell the DJ to turn off the music. <laughs> Were there fans?
3: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I was gonna say, if it was a fanless event with a DJ, that would have been quite a vibe. <laughs> uh, it just it
0: was tough. I, uh... hmm. They didn't sorry, even play any. No, I, I
3: appreciate what you said. That's that was all. I thought that was all fair uh, he, and. Uh, like well thought out. Like I don't think that was just bitching and moaning. Like that was that that sucks that that the that the product sucked.
2: European Tour uh, opened their season in Abu Dhabi. They had, uh, opened the season with a bang. Couple great pieces of content came from the European yes. Tour side. They had the uh, the Opus Day video, I the angry golfers. T-
1: t- we were talking about this this morning. Talk
3: about your you know what you were saying about Matt Wallace. All right, so Wallace, I I love that video. I, obviously, Mike. you know Lord T-Rail, you know owning his Opus Day. Is awesome, but Matt Wa- Matt Wallace, it's like, God, Patrick Reed, are you listening? Because if you <laughs> are, like, here's how you get people to like you if you care. Like, the, him lining up the cat is like, I think you're an awesome person. I think, like, I value, it's not you, I, it's I, me. I value you. It's not you, it's me. Like, that was so good. And I think the video might have been like a little too long. Like, they might have, you know, gone back to the well for one too many jokes, but, but I give those guys a ton of credit. They're like super self aware. They're funny. They seem to like each other, which is like, oh my God, like instead of us being forced to watch like SB2K21, you know, oh, look how good of friends these guys are. It's like, no, they're just like, they're like doing stuff together to better the the tour itself. And I think, I'm sure we've said this, but that single-handedly speaks to
1: the team who puts those videos together. Because a lot of people say, oh, like all oh, those guys just get paid, yada, yada, yada. And yes, there's, pro- there's some appearance fees that go into these, you know, especially the Middle East events and stuff like that. But, by everything we've heard it's like no like the guys just like legitimately love doing them cuz they know they're going to be really good and they probably make them easy to do they make them easy to you know fun to do it's it's a true credit to like having worked at the PJ tour when you go up to someone and you're like hey man the PJ tour needs you to do this like it's a total 50 50 ball on like, if it's a no name player who's never gets asked to do anything, yeah, probably your best friend. If it's somebody who gets beat up all the time, it's like, why the fuck would I do that? No.
2: Well, the European tour players don't like treat themselves like they're their own corporation, which PGA yes. tour players are all their own walking corporation. And it just looks like they're there for a common cause. And it's, I mean, it's different. It's apples and oranges, though. It's a totally different tour. It's totally different structure, totally different cultures. It's just, it's a very, different ball game over but it's, there. It's
3: it's cool to see, like, across the spectrum, like, young guys like Eddie Pepperell, and then Stenson's in there. You know, like, he he probably treat like, he is a corporation. Like, he's one of the, the best to do it. And I thought Keimer stole the show, also. <laughs> he was great. <laughs> and Fleetwood's in there. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's hard to get time with Fleetwood, even on the pod. Like, and it's it, it, it seems like it's important to them to put the tour that they're playing for, like, put their best foot forward.
0: And I appreciate that. To, to your point, though, I don't think you can overlook if you come to guys with ideas that that are genuinely fun? Yes. Like that's a provocative <laughs> that, that is a provocative formula that they're working <laughs> with. But but to have a good creative idea and make it fun for the guys participating.
1: God. Especially mm. that stuff B- bottle that up and sell that, that idea. That stuff snowballs so hard too where it's like you do one and then everybody sees it and everyone's like, yeah. "Oh, I want to be involved in the next one." Yeah. It, it's really it takes one like home run to to but I, to get so much we're, goodwill we're in We're saying
3: bank. again. I give Matt Wallace credit for, you know. That was great. Just making fun of himself. Mike for Wallace. Being, sorry, Mike Wallace. The, the no, Matt Wallace. Matt Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Solly. This is Mike uh, Wallace. For making fun of himself, that was know? great. For being a dick to his caddy, like that's so like that's it, man. That's how you that's how you get back in the good graces. I think that was awesome.
2: And they posted another awesome video you you shared, DJ, of the Justin, Justin Rose, Rose and putting Phil lesson. Yeah, it. that
3: was really good too. It's like this is a crazy idea. Shout out to Team
2: Rose, baby.
3: Shout out. That was
1: so oh complicated. My God, the Team Rose message boards were fucking <laughs> popping off when that thing went up, man. You should have. I've never had so many notifications on my on my Team Rose app. But uh, <laughs> they posted a video. If you didn't see it, it was it was very long for some reason. It was yeah. like nine minutes. It probably didn't need to be that long, but I'm not going to complain. No. Uh, it was just straight up Justin Rose working on his putting with his putting instructor. And it was, they're both mic'd up. You can hear exactly what they're doing. You can see exactly what they're doing. And I think this gets back to the mic'd up players thing is, I know we've said this over and over. want to be very clear. Nobody's expecting Siwoo Kim... Coming down 18, live microphone right now, no filter. It's not the first step that we're asking for. Be funny. That's not what we're asking for. What we're saying is like, dude, start small. Start in a practice round. Just tell me, again, unpack the golf stuff. It doesn't have to be like, oh, my God, you should totally dunk on your playing partner. That, That would go viral. It'd be crazy. Like, just start with like, what are you
0: talking to your caddy about? What, like, help me get better at golf. Or, or, or just produce it a little, right? Like that's where yes. you see the one I think about all the time is the NBA coaches, right? And, and in the time it takes for a TV timeout, right, they they capture that audio of the coach in the huddle with their team, and then they play it, you know, a minute or two back from the break. And you're, you're not going to hear cuss words. You're not going to – you know, they they there's an understanding there that, that, that the people on TV are going to make you look pretty good. But But to your point, like – a lot of time during the telecast. You know, you could gather audio from the prior 16 holes and then have really, really good audio coming down 17, 18. It, here's, here's an even easier one for you.
1: You know who's going to be in the final group. They're probably going to be relevant in the tournament. Mic them up during their practice round. Yeah. Or not practice round, their their warm-up. Well, their warm-up. You know, like no, oh, they, uh, I forget. Gosh, I, or what does I everybody think, do? I forget who said it on the telecast. It was a great point when Finau was standing on 13T. I think. And they said he's missed short left twice today. Both were from this number. Both were with the six iron. And then he's standing on 13 T with a six iron. I was like, oh my gosh, that's, that's awesome. That's really interesting. Like, let us know. Maybe he's going through something like that in his warmup, you know, like, oh gosh, he kept missing right in his warm up. He kept missing, right? He kept missing, right? Oh, and then he just missed right, right there. Let's roll that package from, you know, from uh, the warm up thing. And it's, I don't know there, there's so many little things you could do. You just... I know the big hurdle because I've gone through it on a very micro level is like you got to get guys to say yes to it. But there's enough guys that will say yes. I promise. They might not be Justin Thomas and Dustin Johnson and Brooks Kepka on the first week. But that's why, again, I know we said this at the time, but like I give Ricky a ton of credit for being a big name person who actually did that. But some of these guys, it
3: seems
0: like Matthew Wolf would be a guy. That yeah, will,
3: like they mic me up. There are guys that will do <laughs> People it. People might not like that. Keej, <laughs> do you think the tour has asked for someone to be mic'd up during warm-ups? I don't know. Or is know. it just for like, oh, we need you for the all 18 holes, and you got to wear this mic pack. And I'm not sure. Right? Like, it doesn't seem like they make it easy on themselves. Because they don't ask for like small wins first. Probably asked for
1: practice round stuff. But then even that stuff gets like, there's so many
3: disparate parts. I, I think I've, the their Euro tour is really on to something with the warm-up. With, like, because now I'm going to like... Oh, like would I have ever said this yesterday I'm going to be watching Justin Rose's putting stance Exactly. Like, is he putting pressure on the outside or the inside of his feet like right like I honestly have something to watch now when Justin Rose comes some just a little bit more to look for and you know which what which is unbelievable
1: <laughs> you know it's a lot e- like it's a lot easier to tie someone to the product when you're using the product yes you don't need to stage a photo op of Justin Rose with DJ Khaled you know, that's not going to make me want to watch we don't golf to, We don't have to put him
3: in Chiefs and, and <laughs> Patriots gear and make him yeah. hike the ball in the Red Sea. <sighs> but the All right, so Terrell Hatton wins the upper Trophy. Last thing. What, what does everybody do when they go to a golf tournament? Or maybe not everyone, but they usually go to the practice range first. Totally. Kind of get their bearings. Like, oh, let's see who's here. Let's go. I mean, it's... Like, almost just learn from your fans that are there live when, they're, when there are fans. It's like, God, it's such a great place to just gain some knowledge and some vibe. And they just don't leverage it. So, Indeed. Sorry. To your point, the transition.
1: Haddon looked so good today, man. Oh, my God. I don't know if you guys watched the telecast at all. I, I watched it while I was doing some editing. He murdered the rib in, in cold blood. It was Truman hard. Capote style? It was hard to watch, man. I, I, was, I was hoping to hit the... Uh, the Finau, uh Max, Rory parlay today uh, of of all three of those balls bouncing my way. Unfortunately, I only got the Finau one, but uh, it was uh, Rory was tough to watch, and Hatton was a thrill to watch to the point where he's he's on my big board now. I think of guys who, who are like, man, when he's in the lead, like he's a I, I'm tuning in. That was awesome yeah. to watch.
2: Uh, I had some people are tweeting, you know, is he the new Norin? I think he's like top five in the world no now. No, no, way, man. no totally he's different total category. Gamer. Totally different category. He's done it on both sides of the pond. He has played amazing golf in the U.S. He won Bay Hill uh, this past year and came back after COVID, got T3 at Heritage, finished T4 at Rocket Mortgage, went out and won, I uh, finished fifth in the Tour Championship, the actually 72-hole score section of that, and then won the, won the BMW PGA, another top 10 in Houston, and now wins in Abu
0: Dhabi.
1: He plays Really big boy golf. Yeah. And he's, he's just, there's, there's such, gonna be a major threat,
0: I think. Uh aesthetically, there's something that, that I just can't get with. It, it seems like a Westwood vibe. Yeah, he's like, he's, vibes, yeah, he's like sure. a bruiser, right? Yeah, totally. I, I don't sense much grace in uh in his move or or in his no. little over the top move is not appealing. Yeah, but no. it's unique though. I, I love it. Well, I, and I, I think like, it keeps he's me passionate from passionate
3: and he's fiery and he's jumping like, in. He makes you feel something. Sure. Where you're I like, guess. oh my, I, like, I don't sense much might be a little abrasive, but it's something.
0: I don't sense much uh, artistic quality about his game, and I think for me that's that's maybe my dis- my personal disconnect with with him.
1: I thought he, so. He was one of those guys that there's very few guys in golf that are really exciting to watch hit it to twenty feet or thirty feet, uh, and for whatever reason today he was one of those guys for me where I the. Obvious example is Tiger. Whenever Tiger's playing, it's like, oh my god! Did you see how he hit that ball right in the exact spot? He hit it right where he needed to. That was Hatton's round today, man. He didn't make any mistakes, and Rory couldn't get anything going. And it was just like Hatton, make a putt. Hatton just didn't blink the whole time. It was just like, cool. I'm gonna hit it. In the, if I miss the fairway, I'm hitting it to the fat part and making. I'm two putting. And if I in the fairway, I'm gonna hit it to the right spot and have a straight putt and probably make it. He was he was really good.
3: And what I'd add is. I like watching him because he's unpredictable with his of reactions. Course. Oh my sure god. god. Sure, so like sure. it's exciting. You're like if he does hit a bad shot in contention, you know he's you're going to know about it. <laughs> and that's, it's so sick. That's why I think I enjoyed today so much was it
1: was it was great to have seen the extremes on both sides. You know yeah. it's it's great when everything's going his way to see like how good he is and when it's not going his way, obviously that's even more fun. One well, thing I I don't think I gave him enough credit for uh, was, I, I totally kind of spaced on a lot of his injury stuff. I, I don't think I realized the commentators pointed that out in a really good way that like he had wrist surgery, I forget how long ago, but basically over this last 14 month stretch here is kind of the first time he's played like pain free golf in a long time. And he's been really good. <laughs> so yeah. I, I'm sure, uh, I was definitely discrediting, you know, just how big of an impact that had on him.
2: My favorite Hatton thing ever was when he hit that he had like a not really not that bad of a shot but hit a bad approach shot and was like is that the worst shot you've
0: ever <laughs> exactly. seen Exactly. And just his answer the question.
3: He's <laughs> <laughs> so dramatic. It's great. Golf needs more of it. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to watching but a lot more I think more he's, of him. he's dramatic in in a it's not so much a whiny way; it's almost like a like he's just a, He's way. like imbra- abrasive with himself. Yes, you yeah. know he's not like God. Nothing's going my way. He's like no oh, God. I fucking suck, man. Like it's sick. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, all right. Anything else you guys want to uh, add in before the, uh, well, the we wrap? This. What the ribs. Don't you need did, to talk about the rib. The rib but... shot
3: seventy two. <laughs> it's Dude, a, it, it's a comfy Sunday for the rib these days. Not only that, he start. It was
2: very
1: female-ish in that he he started out so good, a couple birdies to start, and like. I was excited. I told you this morning. I was like, "Man, I don't know the last time I DVR'd something." Stayed off Twitter. Like, don't tell me who wins. I just wanna, I want to watch a rib coronation to start twenty twenty one here. And he comes out with a couple birdies. I was, I was very excited. And uh, God, it just, it just wasn't, wasn't great after that. I didn't realize his like results at this tournament are very spooky. Four runner ups and I think four third places. Mm. Not good. I mean, excellent, <laughs> super good, but like crazy that that uh, he hasn't gotten a dub there. I
0: Hate that, <laughs> hate that for him, man.
1: But I, I was hoping, I guess, that uh, you know we'd see Rory kind of scale a mountain to start the year, and it very much was not the case. Hatton was awesome, but Rory could have been more awesome.
2: Yeah, it's Rory, so like all, everything is obviously thrown out. Uh, I guess. Realism is is thrown out, but I I struggled to get beat by two guys and have it be a, a horrible no, takeaway no, no, to start the year. No,
1: that's of course, of course, <laughs> you're you're totally right. But like, dude, he didn't he didn't have it. It was yeah. Any
3: concerns about the final round seventy two though? I mean, that's less than ideal, I would say, but it'll happen, right? Yeah, he's there. He's you know, I think it, it goes back to
1: the the it goes back to the phenom thing a little bit, right? Where it's like, dude, he. I agree. Of course, finishing third is excellent. That's that's by any measure a great thing. But like when you're Rory, man, you got to slam the door. When was the last time we saw him slam the door on somebody? We expect more from the Rips. It's, it's uh, been yeah, a minute.
0: I'm right. honestly at the point like Rory's four tournaments a year matter for Rory. Like I, I, I can't get worked up. Well, I hate yeah. to
1: break it to you, but he hasn't really slammed the door in any of those either. Well, no, bud, <laughs> I know that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think if it, if it was a final round seventy two at the Masters to to win by you know to be five behind, I think we could have a little conversation. But
0: I, I, I think we have, have had that conversation. We have. <laughs> I just don't think
2: this gives us any more information okay. today. Right.
0: I wanted to ask you, though, Fabrizio Zanotti, was he driving the Alfa Romero? Is he in the Alfa <laughs> Romero car?
1: I, I have to double check. It was cool to see yeah, him. Involved. Yeah, that was very cool. Two, yeah. He's like prime time. two yeah. sport athlete. Yeah.
2: All <laughs> right. What do you guys have? Huh? What else do you guys have to wrap up the night? Oh boy. Doug Gim's sweater today was a complete disgrace. He shout just, out
0: to a Fred X Cup team he, member. He can't
2: horrible. The, some of those Nike ones from a couple years ago just were made like three sizes too big, and I can't believe he's still wearing no one's still wearing those. Oh, I so. want to
3: give a shout out to T C on the fashion front. He he got a great line uh on yesterday. He said that uh, Dylan Fratelli makes Brendan Hagee look like a no. Brendan Hagee makes Dylan Fratelli look like a rock star. <laughs> so, Which yeah. That's tough. Which I was like, see, that's a, the spicy one." So, yeah, the uh, that's all I
1: got. <laughs> and any other various things? I think it was all over social media. But the uh, Sand Valley putting in a replica of the Lido. Still not totally sure how I feel about that. You know, in the middle of central Wisconsin, but it's uh, you know, I think we saw at Bandon just what an inspiration that place was to Mike Kaiser. So for anybody that may not know, uh, what's the Lido? Uh, it's a Long extinct golf uh, course. Not me. I'm asking about <laughs> Long extinct golf course up on uh, in in New York that you know many people said was the first or second best golf course in the world at its time in the country at least at its time and uh, Seth Raynor golf course that I think has been yeah, lost to the it sands
3: got, of time. It got turned into an army base. Yeah. and then turned into development hotel uh, or something, right? So now it's, it's out by yeah. Jones Beach and like it's big time uh, like Robert Moses, you know. Mm like power broker territory like building highways and bridges out to the beaches to you know to get the suburbs out on the water and then there's actually there's a pitch and putt now out there like a like it's kind of a a replica of the course i haven't been to that one but there's another one which is the robert moses like state park pitch and putt uh which is right on the ocean which is a sweet
0: one so Randy I'd love to I'd love to take you out there and know how you feel about pitching putts. I would love that Neil. Uh well first impression it sounds like maybe uh you know i am quite taken by the old McDonald project out in Oregon. I'm yeah, a-
1: which was heavily inspired by the Lido, not uh not exactly a replica. This is I think the goal is basically like you know as close of a replica as you can possibly have without the Atlantic Ocean. And Which for
2: people that aren't gonna overly care about the original like I don't yeah. know the whole by whole of the original Lido. Like I don't have anything do to compare I. it to. So I'm just gonna show up and play the course no, and be good. like, is this good or not? And it probably will be. Like it's
1: gonna be a Tom Doe golf course yeah. at Sand Valley. I'm sure it's gonna be excellent.
3: So. And I'm kind of a sucker for like projects lost in time. Yeah. Oh, like that's a, it's a good story, yeah. you know, and something to do a little research on. So that's exciting news. You wanna play us out? Yeah, so I got a little Sunday soapbox. Uh, got this in the mail today. I know people can't see it, but we can put put it out on on the uh, the interwebs. Um, a fr- friend of ours, we don't know him, but he sent <laughs> us, uh, it's John Minimum Minium, Minium. Excuse me. John Minium. Uh, and he writes a year in review, a little pamphlet. So this is the 2020 year in review. And what is it a review of? <laughs> it is a review of his golf game and in great detail. And the reason I bring this up is we got it in the mail yesterday, and it's just, we, we have uh, everyone since 2017. and They <laughs> they show up at the Kill House. <laughs> they show up at the Kill House. And, and I remember Tron showing me this. He's like, you got to read this thing. And I was like, what is it? It's like, it's a review of this guy's golf game. Like a year in review. And I was like, "Like his golf game? He's like, yeah.
1: I was like. It's like a professionally assembled pamphlet.
0: packet. He's keeping so many data and, points. And, and like a little
3: the, magazine about about his, his and <laughs> golf I game give a for a shout the year. Out Because it's such, like as someone whose goal this year is to track his scores. Like this is like. This is the opus, right? This is the benchmark. And so I want to call out a few things. It's it's a mix of like really good stats. So rounds played, uh, how many birdies? Which, um, birdies were up. Birdies were up. Which birdies is good to see because 45%. Birdies <laughs> had
0: been going in a bad direction. So, so like
3: total rounds played this year, 128. That's up from 98 last year. Birdies were going down last year. They went up this year. Uh, they so they had having, been trending down too. Yeah. It wasn't just a one year thing. So to 100, be fair,
1: the rounds went way up too. So I, I would like to see birdies per round. Is, had, is John a volume scorer? Exactly.
3: But he had 125 birdies <laughs> in 125 rounds, which is sweet. And Randy, I think it's good for you to see something like that because you have a, a 100 birdies it's, in 2021 absolutely. goal. I
0: can. I also have another goal unstated that uh, to stay under 100 rounds of golf. So <laughs> so, you, so
3: you mix in like good stats like. Like really well thought out stats. Uh, he has b- balls lost stats. So zero <laughs> balls lost. Number of rounds seventy seven. Sixty percent of rounds he doesn't lose a ball. That's great. One ball lost. Thirty eight. Uh, Thirty eight rounds. Thirty percent of rounds. Two balls lost. Seven. Five percent. Three. Five. Four percent. So on and on. So seventy one lost balls. But then right right next to that, you got a picture of John and he's wearing like a uh, an Arnold Palmer outfit with a with a, just a question. Who wore it better? With with John versus Arnie, right? So there's a little bit of humor. He's got some pictures from the year mixed in. Um, I would like I,
1: the only criticism I have. First of all, I'd wish him well. On it sounds like his golfer's elbow was flaring back up. I mm, hate, hate 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 seeing that. that but it's a sign that he's playing more rounds. Uh, I'd like to see the questions get a little tougher. You know, I don't know who's asking the questions in the magazine. So you're skipping ahead.
3: So oh, the, sorry. So sorry. it goes to like rounds 2020 20 courses played. So then he has a little breakdown of all the courses he played with like one little blurb about him. Uh, and the next is he has 18 questions, and this is consistent with the last few years. It's like, number one question, as always, still no hole-in-one? No. Zero for 11,500-plus par threes in my lifetime. I witnessed one for the fourth time. Cost me 50 bucks. Shout-out to Josie. C. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, C the uh, the guy that was running around with Kid Rock for a while. Uh, no, sorry. Three-foot-nine sa- with s- a 10-foot Sorry, dick. sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Shout-out to B. Johnson, who had the hole-in-one at at uh, Legend South. So... But then he's got and he's got these these shirts too.
0: Big big John's got
3: these shirts that say zero career hole in ones. Which like I mean it's it's just like it to me it represents everything that's great about golf. He's taking it serious, he's recording his stats, and he's he's trying to get better. But then he mixes in, like at the end he says, uh no, sorry, last question. He goes, Parting thoughts. Um I said this a lot in my 2016 year in review, but I find myself quoting this a lot. Golf is hard. Focus on one camaraderie, two, getting some exercise. Three, communing with nature. If you only mm-hmm. focus that, on your John. score, you'll be disappointed most of the time. Look at playing well as a bonus. I'm honestly wondering if Randy's been making these pamphlets <laughs> <laughs> truly. And and that you I don't know if you and John are the same guy, but like it's the best. Cause on the back, he's got Uh, a sign that says no preferred lies. We play golf here.
0: Well, and that's a great, I'm glad you brought that up because, John, if you're listening, I have one very important question for you. Are you hitting cups? I I need to know if you're hitting cups. Uh, No gimmies. Exactly. So, you know, give me an answer there. So, I don't know. I'll probably take a picture of this and put it out
3: there. One last fun fact is he has two states left to play all 50 states. I think it's Alaska. And Utah. And Utah. So I hope that John gets it done this year. I think that's a goal for 2021 for him to play golf in all 50 states. And he's already got some some goals that he outlined in here, which are uh, play the top college courses, play the top nine hole courses in the country, and play the top Native American courses in the country. Man, so what a I mean, thought, thoughtful guy. Yeah. So you know what? Shout out to John, and I think that you know that makes me want to go play more golf, and it also makes me want to track my stats. That's so exactly what I. It's almost like I needed to get this in the mail. For me to be excited about the stack keeping that's stuff. Like that's like your boy was
2: journaling during rounds last week at Sea Island. You were taking notes on the scorecard. Well, I'm just
3: keep, No, I'm, I'm trying to start small, which is just track greens, and then you know, obviously which side you missed on fairways, what side you missed on putts, and then saves, right? And hopefully, maybe it'll, maybe it'll build from there. But like, I don't want to start tracking like ten different things, and then, and I'm also tracking birdies, where I made them. And how many? Because I wanna I think I got DJ on yeah, that, you got on me that I wanna yeah, yeah. see if I can get to a hundred this year or just like where that's a great one. And right. look back of where you made birdies. Exactly. That's really a, a good part call. threes, part fours, John, part fives. Yes, yes. John Minium's year in review, kinda
1: like your your catcher in the rye. Just came into your life at the right I, time.
3: a little bit, man. So shout out. and, and it came with a little post it note that said, Love the pod, boys. So, so I hope he's listening, Nail's man. Gonna I go love kill
1: it. kill John Lennon after this.
3: <laughs> <laughs> man, why you got that's your parting thought after all that. No,
1: oh, that was a beautiful sentiment. I'm really glad you brought it up. I, John, I have no idea how John got the address. I have no idea how he started sending these to us, but it, it truly it's, brightens my day. It's the fourth day. one
3: we've got. Every, it's time, four, I, it's every awesome. time I see it. I yeah. absolutely
2: love it, so
1: thank so, you. And we've
3: saved them all. We've got them all downstairs, so they're great.
2: Great bathroom material. So.
3: Absolutely. All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in.
2: Boys, thank you for a uh, eventful Sunday night. Thank you for not taking it easy on me on Fee now, and uh, we'll be back. we got a podcast with Tommy Fleetwood coming out on Tuesday. Uh, shorter episode. We were not able to wrangle too much of his time, but uh, look forward to that. Because he
3: was that. doing Opus Day stuff. Yeah, he was busy yeah, with making sense, content. Yeah, He's yeah, a content yeah. king. Yeah. So
2: thanks, everybody, for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.
3: Cheers.
0: Cheers.
2: Be the
3: right club.
0: Be the right club today. That's better than most. How about in?
1: That is better than most. Better than most.
3: Expect.